0: Welcome to the Love Marriage Again Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Siobhan Parat. In this podcast, you will receive the wisdom, the insight, and the tools you need to have a marriage that truly lights you up inside. Your marriage is meant to be amazing. Your marriage should be your favorite place to be. Your marriage should bring out the best in you. I'm here to help you create that. In each episode, I'll coach you to improve your communication, build a deeper connection, become a more united team, and experience more intimacy. Here, we have real conversations about what can make marriage hard, and more importantly, how to make it easy. I'm so glad you're here. Now let's get to the work of loving your marriage again. Well, hello there, it is Dr. Siobhan, and this is a very, very special week as my couples coaching program, The Marriage Upgrade, is officially won. This time last year, I launched the program into the world, and it has exceeded my expectations for the impact it's had on the lives of the couples that have joined to celebrate. Over the next few episodes, you will hear directly from couples who are enrolled in the program and learn how this work has helped them upgrade their marriage in the areas of communication, connection, being a team, and intimacy. I know that these conversations will inspire you and show you what's possible in your own marriage, no matter where you are right now. Now, the fall 2023 cohort of the Marriage Upgrade will open for enrollment on July the 15th. That is just a few days away, and I would love to have you join us. Immediately when you enroll, you get access to an entire Marriage Upgrade course and 21 days of mini coaching sessions with me delivered right to your ears in an audio format. Then the program officially starts with our two-day couples retreat, which if you're joining in person will be September 22nd and the 23rd, or if you prefer virtual, it's September 29th and the 30th. Then we have six Full months of the program, the workshops, the marriage challenges, the coaching calls, the date nights, the self-care sessions, all of that designed to help you and your spouse upgrade your marriage. All of the details can be found on my website, drshavon.com, and the link will be right here for you in the show notes. Now, let's tune in to the conversation with my clients for today. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. All right, everyone, welcome to another podcast episode where I have the ultimate pleasure of talking with some of my clients inside the marriage upgrade. I know that you all are in for a treat because today we are talking with Mark and Diana. Thank you all so much for agreeing to do this little conversation and to share with my listeners what it's like inside the program. So, Thanks for having us, Dr. John. Yeah, you're super, super welcome. welcome. Thank you. So let's just talk about, so I have to say for everyone listening, Mark and Diana were in the first round of the program and they also rejoined and are now currently three months in to the second round of the program. And I would just love to hear from you both about what your mindset was where you were when you joined the first round and where you were when you joined to, to the second round. Just tell us a little bit about that. Longovers. Sure. Um,
1: we were, um, at the edge of a cliff with our relationship. Um, this was actually our last resort before possible separation, And it it was just a long road of um, career, ambition, and having children, and moving a lot with not any real stability in life, and then the relationship really taking a hit. And we needed so much in terms of connection. Like, we were completely disconnected, but we also independently hadn't done the self-work that was needed to keep our marriage sustainable and, um, long lasting. I think we went into it as a lifelong commitment, um, without question because culturally that's kind of what was ingrained in us. And as we entered the marriage upgrade, it really was like looking at finding how to make that possible. Like we really had just come to a point where it wasn't possible anymore um with the tools and skills that we'd had we just kind of had come to the end of our rope and as we um started from like the first retreat like it was clear we were going to get what we needed to go in the right direction just from the very first couple hours
2: yeah we had gone through a pretty intense therapist actually I was like a therapist who also happened to do marriage therapy as well. And it really felt like we were just kind of going through the motions of like, we have a call or like I have a call and then like they have a call Diana and then we have a call together. And then like, it wasn't as deep dive of a work into ourselves and personally and work that we were doing individually. Um, and so I think that was the biggest difference. Uh, and after doing that, we didn't know kind of what to expect Before going to the marriage retreat. Uh, And so when we went to the marriage retreat. And like we're like whoa. This is like a whole nother. Like level of work. Like this is. This is like the actual work. Like the first was like what my dad always jokes and says appetizer. Like that was the appetizer before a meal. And like this is like the actual meal. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so. And then in addition to all of that. The like second half was like a whole nother course of like the actual calls, the zooms, you know, um, the, the challenges working on everything after that was like the continuation of it. And that's, I think, at least for me, why I was like, it's a no brainer that we would have to do this again. We would have to do this again because we just like, there was so much that we like could appreciate the second time. It's like going to your, like a very famous restaurant and not knowing all of the, not being able to try all the menu items So it's like, you just got to go back to that restaurant to try it again.
0: Amazing. yeah. Yeah, thank you. I love hearing that. So you're in the second round now. And when you think about like entering the second round, what is it that you're working on now as a couple that feels like just worlds away from maybe where you were when you didn't know what this was all about and how deep and profound just some of these simple tools that I teach could be for you. I think the work on
1: myself has really been transformational for me as a person, but definitely for us as a couple as well. Um, And the marriage upgrade has been like a conduit for me to find so many other resources as well. So I feel like I am coming at my, you know my inner child work, my emotional regulation, my expectations and goal setting, and making my desires reality. Like I'm coming at all of these different aspects of life um, with so many tools that you know it. It's like it's automatically going to bleed over into the marriage, and it does in a really positive way. And I know that Mark gets inspired to do his own work. Um, because of that as well it's you know it's you just are both now laser focused inward and as you kind of like gut yourself and like do these like major renovations um you can't help but have respect that that's what the other person is doing too and it really takes your eyes off of the like petty nitpicking i mean like i remember some of the fights and arguments we used to have over like dishes and vacuuming and like where we were going to eat you know all of these kind of silly things um now we're just a lot more grounded and a lot more focused on what what matters
2: yeah, I think for me, the first kind of marriage upgrade was kind of like working on myself. And then like the next higher level component of it, which is like what the second marriage upgrade is, is like, how does how does myself, Mark, respond to the changed Diana? And how, how do you keep going in that changed new Mark, but then also supporting that new changed Diana, who's also going in that same track as well? Uh, And so I think that's kind of like the the difference for me is seeing where she started and where she ended up after the first one. And then now seeing like how she's responding to me after I've changed from the first one as well.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that. So what has changed, right? Like if you were to like look back this time a year ago at like, who you were what your dynamic was like versus today what would you say
1: i think the biggest game changer for me was um, shedding a lot of the resentment and the ego that i had around how much i had to carry as a wife and a mother and you know there's a sense of radical acceptance that i've come into um having a really strong kind of activist side of my personality, you know, the gender role paradigm of this culture, of society, of our background um, was really hard for me to swallow. And I was just so angry about it and so resentful. And I didn't see any way of bringing any equilibrium in general, but like specifically into our own marriage And so I was just ready to go. I thought it wasn't possible to bring that equilibrium. And I felt resentful that, you know, I would have to do all this work to make it more equitable. And through getting like real skills and tools, I was able to just back down off of that soapbox and feel comfortable and feel confident um, and hopeful that, the changes I could do could at least start like a generational cycle of change, um, both with my marriage and then, you know, God blessed us with three boys. And that I feel like that's its own calling of, you know, what that means for them to also inherit like a different gender role paradigm in their home. And so picking up all the things that this entails, you know, just that resentment Resentment of Mark, resentment of how much I had to do, resentment of um, owning the work on myself even, you know, like, why Why would I have to do this? Why, I, there's so many other things wrong, not even wanting to start with myself. Um, it's been really freeing, actually. Um, even though I thought I was standing up for myself, now I'm actually standing up for myself.
2: Yeah, for me, the biggest change was communication. communication. And so, as cliche as that, I three examples. The first was like Diana and the way she would just communicate with me uh, in terms of being a lot more patient, a lot more understanding, a lot more um, accepting of kind of the work I'm doing. Um, it It was a noticeable change from her being so easily triggered by things to obvious signs of like letting go of that resentment uh, obvious examples of her kind of taking an extra step to realize that like we're both in this together and all of it would come out in like her words and the way we would communicate um, and the way we would just you know uh, approach plans or approach um, issues Um, the second way is how i would communicate to her because i know she's doing that work so uh, I'd be able to like take a pause or take a break to realize that like she's not in a space to have a particular conversation or she's not in a uh you know maybe she just just not just too tired or just being a little a lot more self-aware of her and what she's going kind of going through um that was kind of how the communication changed me and then together how the communication changed was like a lot more planning and planning in a very intentional way where I have a very hectic Um, variable schedule that changes practically week to week and so it was it's doable because we just we plan things we put it on the calendar we communicate about it and still even though hiccups happen and things aren't always accounted or planned for we're still communicating as early as possible before those plans change and so giving that heads up is clear on my end. And then it's very appreciated on her end. And that's again, going back to the, how the communication is very different in those, those three realms.
0: Perfect. Thank you. So how do you think you all got there? I think one of the things that is sort of when you're on the outside, like hearing about this program and you see, okay, this couple was here and now they're here. Walk us through like what it's like inside the program that supports you in doing that if that makes sense especially since you all had an experience in therapy where it was like it felt like you weren't getting what you need and this is no shade to any therapist i think everyone is different um but coaching as a modality is very much focused on giving you tools like and works in a very different way and so what have you found like inside the program to really support you in creating these shifts and changes.
1: I think honestly, the difference between this and therapy is like therapy or most therapists are just there to kind of like validate you and um listen and you know, acknowledge whatever it is that you're saying. Like this coaching program and the program in general, it just challenges you. Like you cannot stay the same and that is just the bottom line it's like if you want the marriage to change you have to change like you cannot just come in there with like all of your baggage and complaints and show up expecting like now your partner will see everything that's wrong and you know become like your biggest advocate it's no it's like the tools that you need to make a good marriage are not part of like most cultural heritages. And the modern day tools are almost like non-existent in any type of like family rhetoric or family structure because this, the way families are now is dramatically different than where they were like 20, 30, and certainly 40, 50 years ago when our parents had grown up. And so the, the program itself is just this amazing like rewiring of what you are in a relationship and what you expect from a relationship and the regular meetings the check-ins like it is like all hands on deck and that's the type of work that's required to actually make a lifelong commitment come to fruition it's such a big hefty ideal and it's only an ideal if you don't have the concrete time set aside, the time set aside to do like your own reflection and then the time to set aside to be together. Like that's also the biggest transformational piece is that this gave us a place to be together in a constructive way. Like we would try to set aside quality time and talk about our relationship and then we'd always just end up fighting because there wasn't any construct, we didn't have constructive tools or mindsets to pursue a conversation that would move us forward. We were just stuck. We really wanted to have a good marriage. We, we set aside time when we could, but I think this specific laser focus on what it is that a marriage needs and how to do it and how to become it um, is what like catapults you into like being on a track where you could actually make it your whole life.
2: Yeah, I think the biggest kind of tool for me was the community aspect. There are certainly group therapy sessions. That's not what we had signed up for, or what our experience was. And so it was very I, kind of isolating in a different way where you're just kind of talking to one person. That person talks to Diana and then talks to me. And then we all have like a big powwow session and maybe it works, maybe it doesn't. Whereas here, especially at the retreat, you're in a room and you're seeing everybody you're going through the same thing. Everybody's got different problems. Everybody's got different successes. And what was really cool then is to hear those successes, but also hear the failures and to hear uh, how people overcame them or didn't. And we tend to pride ourselves on being very grateful people. And so when we hear other people's challenges, we're like, wow, we're like, so thankful we don't have that problem. Or we're so thankful that we've overcome that problem. Let's reach out to that person and let them know what worked for us. And so, uh, and sometimes, you know, that would occur outside of the retreat, and it would be a simple text or message to that person to be like, hey, just let you know, uh, you know, like, do this or try this, it worked for me, hope it works for you. Good luck, it's better on the other side, right? Something like that. Um, And so I think that community aspect really helped. And, Having just like a tribe to like go back to, to be able to like message them on Facebook or message them however is I think very, very helpful uh, in, in supporting this marriage and one of the more valuable tools in the program for sure.
1: And the one other thing I'll say about that, just being in a group structure in this program, it really dispels a lot of like the secrecy and like veil that marriages hide behind. Like, I think it's just a cultural understanding that like what happens at home stays at home. Our parents taught us that, you know, people don't talk about issues. I know for me, I blocked out all of my family um, circumstances that were very traumatic. Like as soon as I left my house, like I didn't belong to my family, period. And so when we think about kind of like everyone publicly being vulnerable it that alone being in a room or being on a call with people who are doing this is transformational in a way that like you, you, people get like this type of satisfaction, like watching soap operas and like TV dramas because they can see in the inside of like someone else's marriage or relationship or whatever, but this is real. And like, these are real people who are sitting next to you and it may, it, it really like makes you feel human and it makes your problems not feel as like, grand and impossible. Like it really feels impossible when it's just you and your partner not able to work through something. And then to see that, oh, there's this another intelligent, competent couple over there, and they have a similar problem, we're not hopeless. You know, like love can look like a bunch of problems, but there are answers to the problems. Like we're not the only ones dealing with that. So that that really just blew my mind the first time that I started hearing people open up like, oh my gosh, they're like saying my
0: problem out loud. I love it. Yeah. People have talked about like how sometimes someone else articulating what they're experiencing, like helps them understand themselves even better. It's like, oh my gosh, you just said what I couldn't put to words, what I never knew, I was feeling, but that's it. Like, that is exactly what is going on. Thank you for that. Um, Why don't you share, like, either a favorite memory or, like, just a favorite experience in the program or, like, what it's like to have me as a coach? And I know, like, you're talking to me. So, like, listeners, this is not, like, for my own, like, ego edification, but I think sometimes you know, most of my marketing of this program is of course through the podcast, but also a lot of words. And so what is it like, like what's been amazing for you? What have you loved? And what's it been like having me as a coach and like seeing me weekly, not, you know, on the snapshots of Instagram, but just like real in there with you doing this work.
2: I can take the lead on this one. So, um, can I give them background about how we met maybe a little bit? I think sure. That'd be awesome. So uh, we went to a work event uh, for me. I had not started at um, this job yet and had no idea this gem of a coach existed at this at this restaurant that we went to. Um, and so I think it was that there's like no better way to describe you as a coach as other than like a really a truly hidden gem. In that you shine it right at like the best moments and at the things that need light on them. And for listeners who are kind of thinking like, you know, what's it like to have a, a coach, especially a marriage coach? It's like, you're going to have somebody who can shine a light on things that are not comfortable, but like the hardest work needs to happen in those not comfortable areas. I tell a lot of my learners at work, the greatest learning happens outside of your comfort zone and it totally applies to a marriage, uh, it totally applies to having a life coach. And so, um, yeah, like a hidden gem and who would have thought, uh, you know, at that restaurant, like we had our marriage radically changed from that point on.
0: Yeah, I,
1: I would agree. I think my, my favorite thing about the program is you, Dr. Siobhan. Um, the, the, the gift of like your presence in how you receive and push and, you know, just tease out what needs to be said, what people are like really thinking, what people like don't know they're thinking. And you can just, you know, I feel like, you know, God's grace just like has you able to pull it out of them in just like an approach and in a manner that is just so kind, so nonjudgmental, um, like people don't have friends that can do this. Like you, like we're just constantly surrounded by people that either like affirm our opinions or if they push back too much, we're uncomfortable and they're no longer our friends or they're on Facebook and we are just hating on them through the internet. Um, but you're able to kind of like stand in the line of fire and You know, it's just so unassuming, like your presence is so unassuming. Like when I hear you like push or question or say something to me or, you know, help someone else dig in, I'm never like, oh, she's trying, she's like trying to get them. She's, she's, she's going to like go, go for them or like, you know, she's going to get after them. It never feels or sounds anything except like loving and providing this like space for people to do like really hard, vulnerable things. And you're just so gentle with how you um, hold people's emotions, their stories, you know, people talk about their childhood and really traumatic, sensitive things and the way you receive and, you know, even tease out those moments to help them realize some of like the hurt or trauma that they're still harboring and how it's showing up in their marriage. Um, I think it's just a gift. I don't think, you know, anybody could go train and do what you do. That's just the bottom line. I think anybody that wants to do a marriage coaching program, they have to realize like the person on the other, on the receiving end has to have a level of like love for them and for their marriage. And it's not, it's not just something you you can train to do professionally. It has to be a gift of just who you are as a person and you, you are gifted in that way.
0: Thank you, thank you. It is an honor. It is literally my like life's delight to do this work. Um, any closing words for anyone that's like considering joining this program?
2: Like uh, that is going to change your marriage, and it is going to change it in ways that you might not imagine. But it is
1: totally yeah, it's priceless. Like I. I do a lot of financial fretting, but I would just tell you listener um, that wherever there is money that is available or wherever there's money that's not being used um, in a way that's going to support you in a lifelong endeavor, just take it away from that and put it towards this because like, there is nothing more valuable than the person that's going to walk through life with you. And Like losing it, losing this without at least making this like wholehearted effort is it's just tragic. It would just be the biggest tragedy of your life. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you all so much. Your words I'm sure have landed in just the right place for just the right person. So I so appreciate you sharing your experience so vulnerably and honestly, and appreciate you being on this podcast today.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dr. John. Thank,
0: Thank you for everything you do. So welcome. So there you have it, a firsthand account of what it's like inside the marriage upgrade. I would love to welcome you inside this program and create some of these amazing results for your own marriage. Again, enrollment is opening July 15th. And before that, you can sign up right now and join the VIP list and get access to a private library of my best tools, and resources to help you start creating positive shifts in your marriage today. Just go to my website, drshavonne.com, click the marriage upgrade, and you'll see the link to join the VIP list right there. I'll see you inside. Thanks so much for tuning in. And now a question for you. What did you get out of this episode? The most important part of this work is applying what you hear. I hope you'll do that And if you've loved this podcast, you will love working with me directly even more. I invite you to my website, drshavon.com, to learn about my coaching programs and any live masterclasses I may be hosting. And of course, we will meet right back here for the next episode of the podcast. Until then, keep loving your marriage again.